Hey everybody, this is Hal Elrod, and before we dive into today's episode of the podcast, I wanted to take just a minute, maybe a minute and a half, to uh, let you know about my latest book and the newest book in the Miracle Morning book series. It's The Miracle Morning for Teachers. Elevate your impact for yourself and your students. And if you are a teacher or an administrator, or you know a teacher or administrator, The Miracle Morning for Teachers is the perfect book to both elevate the life of every teacher while simultaneously elevating the impact that they make for their students. And it really goes back, gosh, seven plus years ago, when I first wrote The Miracle Morning, the original book, I had this vision where, what if it was practiced every day in classrooms around the world? What if students started their day with meditation, affirmations, visualization, exercise, reading, and journaling? And that vision became a reality in February 2019, when my co-author and co-creator of the Miracle Morning Book Series, Honoré Quarter, led a group of dozens of teachers around the world to implement the six daily practices of the Miracle Morning, known as the Savers, into their classrooms for 30 days and beyond. And the results, both for the teachers and the students, were absolutely remarkable. We heard things like some of my most troubled students are now focused and calm and they thank me every day that we're doing the Miracle Morning together. And those stories, those results, that feedback helped to shape the book that we are now on a mission to get in the hands of every teacher in the world, right? That's the the ultimate goal. So you can grab a copy of the Miracle Morning for Teachers on Amazon, you know, for yourself or your favorite teacher. You get the audiobook on Audible. And either way, this book really is the next step in the Miracle Morning mission, which is to elevate the consciousness of humanity one morning, one teacher, and one student at a time. And I am so grateful for your support. Thank you so much. Hello, and welcome to the Achieve Your Goals podcast, the show that empowers you to wake up to your full potential and achieve your biggest goals and dreams. I am your host, Hal Elrod, and I invite you to join us each week as we share actionable strategies to take your life to the next level, as well as interview world-class experts and entrepreneurs who have achieved extraordinary goals themselves, and we ask them to give you a peek behind the curtain and teach you exactly what you need to do to do the same. Ready? Here we go. Hey, Goal Achievers, it's Hal Elrod, and uh, today uh, I'm excited. I'm about to talk with a gentleman that I've been a fan of for over a decade, and uh, this is one of those rare occasions, or not not that rare, I guess. I, I mention this sometimes, but it's kind of cool when I get to um, go from fan to friend, and, and uh, Yannick Silver and I have become friends, and if you don't know who Yannick is, he's been called a cosmic catalyst, a maverick mischief maker, and a galactic goofball. He doesn't take himself too seriously, in case you're wondering. But uh, Yannick redefines how business is played in the 21st century at the intersection of more profits, more fun, and more impact. And most recently, Yannick's the creator of the Cosmic Journal, which we're going to talk about today. He's the author of Evolved Enterprise and the founder of Maverick 1000, a global network of top visionary entrepreneurs making a serious difference in the world without taking themselves too seriously. In fact, it's not unusual to find Yannick dressed as a lemur, a showgirl, or even in matching mermaid tails with Sir Richard Branson. And uh, he and his group periodically assemble for breakthrough retreats, rejuvenating experiences, and impact opportunities to date raising over $3 million dollars for those in need. And uh, that includes participating icons such as Sir Richard Branson, Sarah Blakely, 
Tony Hawk, Chris Blackwell, John Paul DeGiorio, Russell Simmons, Tim Ferriss, and many others. And uh, Yannick is a family man. He is someone who is changing the world and has been for a long, long, long time. And uh, today's conversation, I think you're really going to enjoy. I know that I really enjoyed this with Yannick. And uh, he's passionate. He's brilliant. And uh, it is my great pleasure to introduce you to my good friend, Yannick Silver. Yannick Silver, what's up, my friend? Hey, Hal. Hello, hello. So great to, to talk to you, man. What, what's new and exciting in your world? Let's begin with uh, the present day. Oh, man, I'm so excited about 2020. 2020 equals perfect vision. And mm-hmm. I've been like leaning into 2020 for a long time. We had, uh, we had a, our company's like Ecoverse vision for 2020 several years back. And so I've been, I've been really leaning into it. It feels like uh, this decade is to me going to be like this massive acceleration. And, and just uh, I think it's going to be a consciousness expanding decade. So many things are going are gonna to grow. And we're at this tipping point kind of deciding as humanity, where we're going to go, maybe a little deeper and bigger than what you wanted as a what's up, but that's, that's where I feel we are. Yeah, no, I know, dude, I, I'm, I'm with you. There's some monumental consequential, right. Uh, yeah. things at, at work right now in, in the world, in the universe, in our, in our, for our species, right. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, exactly. it's pretty wild. And it's like this amazing time to be alive that like, do you feel like you've been incarnated here for something something important and and what your role is in that and that's part of what this you know this cosmic journal and everything else that i've been doing is really coming into i think yeah yeah it's uh i think in eastern philosophy they they call what i feel like i've kind of been going through which i I touched on a little bit before we started recording which is they call it i think the dark night of the soul are you familiar with that term i am very much familiar with that yes sir yeah, and I feel not only am I going through that, but I feel like our our society, our our species, right? Like I feel like it's kind of we're going through that right now as a collective. Yeah, as a collective, and uh, you know, it's it's really that going through it and and surrendering to it in some way, so that you can come out the other side. It's like I call it the pathless path, right? Like you don't know the path that path what used to work before yeah. is not going to work anymore. Yeah, and it really requires us to step into a new level of being a new level of consciousness as i said before like and and to really what we've been doing a lot of work with with entrepreneurs and leaders is like connecting your head your heart and your higher purpose and that leads you through it because uh there's no old way to get through which is a new new journey yeah 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 it's true right there yeah there is there is no map and uh or even even the maps where you know they say success leaves clues and all those old adages but it's like uh, you know, we're going to need kind of reinvent ourselves, you know, we are. And, uh, it's, you know, that, that's what the cosmic <laughs> journal really is, is about actually. And, and it's my own almost like moving through a dark night of soul period where, where I had all my journals from many years back and man, just like I wrote this thing for myself really. And yeah. so there's, there's a lot of pieces. I'm trying to find a really good entry because it's almost like every time I talk to someone, I'm like, I shoot him a picture from from this journal. I'm like, here, this. I feel like this could be your message, and it works like an oracle, like that as well. But it's, I'm trying to find one about this, about like this pathless path because it's there's something really big that's happening, and and so many people are leaning into this. It's like I call it a cosmic alarm clock. Yeah, it's like you get this um, like little voice that's sort of whispering in your ear about, it, especially for people that have been successful in whatever way we define success, right? Yeah, and they're really leaning into, okay, what else? And this is the way I felt is like my cosmic alarm clock was about 11, 12 years ago when, when I kind of looked at 
what I was doing in the internet marketing world and, and doing really well financially, had a great reputation, which is pretty, you know, not always that easy in that space. And uh, <laughs> sure. I thought looking in was great. And, but, you know, my question was, am I happy? Would I be happy doing this 10 years from now? And that was that sort of like little cosmic alarm clock moment. And the real answer was no. And, and then that sort of started me on this whole journey of exploring what, what the heck is it? And, and I think joy is kind of like our GPS. It's always like moving us forward. Yeah. And the pain is set up as like guardrails and the guardrails can be more narrow and you smoothly walk through it. If you're, if you're really following that joy and following your heart and, or they can be wider and the universe continues to bonk you on the head. Like for me, it was a $400,000 bonk on the head in order to be like, okay, what's going on here? And this is not the, the right path. When I, when I first started making my move with, with Maverick, which I thought was my ultimate, this is going to make me happy kind of thing. Well, so let's go back to that. So, you know, you're, you mentioned, you know, you were in internet marketing and you were like, I mean, you were a celebrity, like back in the day when I was first learning about, you know, online marketing, I'm like this guy, Yannick Silver, he's, you were doing it before it was a thing kind of thing, right? You're one of the godfathers or, or the, the founders. What was that for you? What was it when you asked, will I be happy 10 years from now? Where was the dissatisfaction in the gap? It was like this like low level of like frustration, depression, like not feeling excited, like just being just this like knowing of like, so I go back, there's, there's a really cool, you know, I listen to sometimes Oprah's soul. I don't know. Sunday. That's all Sunday. Super soul Sunday. Uh, Super soul something podcast, right? Yeah. Whatever the podcast is. And she uh, interviewed uh, Puelo Coelho, the uh, author. Paulo Coelho. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yes. That, that one. <laughs> I, got, I got your back here. I'm here for you. <laughs> thank you, bro. Uh, <laughs> so in the interview, she says, you know what my ultimate fear is, is that I'm not going to reach my ultimate destiny. And that just like hit me because that's mm-hmm. what I've always felt too. Like that whispering and in, in my ear, like felt like, you know, really, truly destined for greatness because of all the resources and networks and connections and, and talent and everything that I've been connected to. But, you know, what is my, my true sort of greatness of destiny and, and will I measure up to it in, in that way? And to hear Oprah say that, I'm like, yeah, you know, that really, that really hits in a big way. And I think that was part of it was like this, that was part of this cosmic alarm clock is like stepping mm. up to like, okay, you know, well, you, you, can, you can do this, this thing, but that's not really your big thing. It's like, what is it for real? And like what, one of the entries here in the, in the cosmic journey says your great wave awaits. What is your next greatest purpose you're scared to proclaim? Your great wave is awaiting your greatest service to the collective. Allow the universe to conspire to help you be the channel for what truly matters most. So like something like that is, you know, that it's like, it requires you to, oh man, like when I went through that, like, so everything I touched before that was like, kind of like Midas touch. Like I'd be like, oh, I have an idea this morning. Let me put that out there. Yeah. And then I had like seven or eight different, like seven figure uh, things that, that hit collectively in sales without really without really knowing what the heck I was doing, no business plan, just like following my instinct. And, and then this Maverick thing was like, okay, this is going to make me happy. It's a combination of like awesome entrepreneurs going to go off on these adventures. We're going to have business sessions in the middle of nowhere. We're going to have a charity element. So it's like this combination of three circles, the dollar sign, happy face hearts. I'm like, I got it. This is it. And Maverick Business Adventures was born. And we had our first Baja Dune Buggy experience. I brought 26 people, lost about $40,000. I'm like, all mm-hmm. good. It's, you know, it's a whole new thing. Um, I'm investing. I'm learning. $400,000 in. My wife's like, so what the hell are you doing? <laughs> and and there's, you know, she's absolutely right. And because my, my passion for the internet marketing side was just totally waning. And that was sort of paying for everything. 
Mm. This was a faltering business and I've never experienced that. And it really forced me to look at what was my big reason why. And my why was not to build an adventure travel company. My why, you know, by re-exploring it was to change the way business is played or or for for that, that company anyway. And and so it really forced me to reset everything and also like disattach my self-worth from my net worth, like disattach, like what's my true identity? Because, you know, it's, it, you can get this identity wrapped into what car you drive, what, you know, what your bank account is, how successful you are, all, all sorts of things. I ended up selling my Aston Martin to pay for bills and different things. And uh, it was either that or sell my uh, spaceship ticket on Virgin Galactic. <laughs> You know, experiences are something that I truly uh, believe in deeply, and uh, and you know, things come and go, and so that was sort of like another wake up call for me. And and I said four hundred thousand. One of my buddies and I are having uh, we're having lunch a couple years back, and he's like, "Oh, yours is four hundred thousand. Mine is four million. And so hmm. it's like the universe will, will bonk you on the head with you know, you've experienced this uh, with health wise, with uh, yeah. you know, other people have had relationship wise, financial wise, and it's like. It's it's sending us a wake up call, so we can either wake up and lean into this cosmic alarm clock, like hit either hit snooze and ignore it, and then it feels like our soul is like dying each day that we're not doing what we're truly meant to be doing, or we can embrace it and know that it's this pathless path to to what we're really meant to be doing. I just love the way you think, and you know, you're that's one of the things. If I were to define you, uh, Yannick, uh, you know, or put you in a box, it would be as a, one of the most conscious entrepreneurs. Like you know, your last book, Evolved Enterprise was really how do you tie in all these things that you've been living, right? Which is contribution, and love and joy and fun and relationships. And then your newest, and I don't even know what to call it, right? I mean, you call it the Cosmic Journal. It is, I, I told you before we started recording, like I'm holding it in my hand right now. It is, it's a work of art. It is a spiritual guide. It's unlike anything I've ever seen. And in fact, before we get into you know, kind of what it's about. I just, I want to take a second to like describe to the listener if they've not seen this yet. So this is a journal. Well, you describe it. You describe it. Well, you know, the way I describe it, I hand it to people and I say, this is the galactic instruction manual. You were missing at birth to re-remember your destiny here. Hmm. And they're like, what? (laughs) I love love it. You're not exaggerating. But, but, uh, and I truly wrote it for myself. It started as a like an art challenge I saw floating around online, where it's like hundred days of art. I'm like, oh, that'd be kind of interesting because as a kid, I wanted to be a cartoonist yeah. in the off season when I was a professional hockey player. And uh, so I, I've journaled for years and years. My art has started like coming back in my journals over the years. And, and I'm like, okay, well, but what would I do? And I'm like, no, I'm going to make an illustrated page a day, and not a hundred days, but a hundred eight days because that has more meaning to me, especially in the wisdom traditions and yoga mm-hmm. traditions. And I literally is like, ooh. <laughs> that's a long time, <laughs> you know, yeah. because I travel around a lot doing all sorts of things. I'd like to do one every single night. And I'm like, no, I'm doing it. I don't know what the heck is going to happen with it. And uh, it's been the most inflow, amazing, incredible, synchronistic magic project I've ever put out. And let me, again, I want to give a, a visual for the listener. So this is a journal slash book and it is handwritten. So I'm again, it's just, so you understand this Yannick, took what normally you would type, what 99.99999% or maybe 100% other than you, Yannick, right? Would type into a book slash journal and he hand wrote the entire thing, right? Hand wrote it, drew it. And I've been sitting next to you at events, Yannick, before, right? Where like, you're, you're the doodle master, right? I look over and I'm like, his notes look way better than mine. Wait, right? like, <laughs> you've got all these, you, you always carry around your, you write your set of pencils and pens yeah. and yeah, man. And this is, this journal is, it's the essence of Yannick Silver. 
And so what your description of it, of, of it is, A, I can't recount it, and B, that was profound and beautiful and accurate. If somebody, what's somebody going to get out of this? Like if somebody's going, you know, if you're saying, hey, this journal will help you to blank, what is there any, how else would you describe it? Other than what you've already said. It's like uh, writing your own mythic map of where, where you're heading to, to like connect your head, your heart, your higher purpose to help you really uh, get to know yourself at, at the highest level of what you are meant to be doing here and how that actually serves the collective purpose. And, and there's a real arc to it. So when I did it, you know, there was no, <laughs> there was no order to it. It was just like, what do I want to write about? Sometimes it'd be like meditating. Then what would I, what would come through me? Sometimes it's like going back through old journals from, uh, from years and years and finding the best stuff that I had already written. And then it also like, it, it works on so many different levels. Like I've had uh, several people tell me that it, it works like an oracle too, which is one of my favorite things is, is you'll pop it open and, you know, take a moment to center yourself and pop it open. It's got a message for you and, yeah. and it, it works. And then on the left-hand side are prompts. So, it, you know, you'll read something on the right-hand side that I've written and then there's prompts on the left-hand side. Some of them are, you know, fun and sort of childish-like and playful. And then some are, you know, really deep and insightful and, and it helps you just, just connect in a, in a deeper way. And, and so I've started playing with it myself, like using it, you know, as my own tool. And, uh, and then I showed it to some people and, and one of my friends is like, dude, this is unbelievable. He's like, I'm, I'm going to pay to publish this. Wow. And, okay. And, and so we did a special edition of like vegetarian leather cover ones. And I think, is that the one you have a purple one? Yep. Yeah. yeah. So that's a special edition one. And then what happened was it forced me to then create it as a real thing. You know, I had this is the wildest project I've ever done. You've done a lot of books. I had sent them off uh, to get scanned, and I got back these little two inch by two inch squares of my artwork and pages, and had laid them out on my kitchen table, like figuring out what the heck this order was because now there's a real arc to it. Mm. I finished it at exactly one eleven a.m. I had finished the left hand prompt pages at exactly one eleven a.m. So there's like a ton of like magic to it, and uh, it's just been incredible. And then, so then that galley like. One of my friends, uh, Jeff Walker, introduced me to Reed Tracy at Hay House, and, he's, and he, he and I had breakfast, and he's like, let me see this thing. And hmm. I, made him, I made him open it up to a random page. He's like, wow. He's like, this is unbelievable. And they fast-tracked a, uh, a book, and now it's out uh, as, a, as a mainstream book, and it's been really cool. So Hay House published this? They did, yes. And there's the Hay House version that, that is out right now. Oh, that's incredible. I didn't realize that. It's really neat. And, and what a fit. What a perfect fit. You know? Yeah, exactly. They're, they're the only ones I, I approached and wanted. And uh, it's really, really, it's wild. So actually, why don't you maybe uh, take a second, flip to a page and see what we get. And then we can maybe hit on that. All right, here we go. So I just opened up to a page. Your yeah. words create worlds. You can learn so much about someone simply by paying attention to their words and language. What we say or think determines what we believe. Is possible or impossible? Phrases like I can't or I'll try indicate they've given up before even starting. Stop yourself and slow down to really examine what you're telling yourself. Your words invoke what's real. Take apart your next excuse and really observe what you're saying. Is it even true? Why are you repeating it? Where did it come from? What are the empowering words you could use instead? Words are alive with real power. Ensure you are using magic words to open up more worlds. Nice job. You read, read my handwriting. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh, it, well, and it, well. Here's what's interesting. So the other day, it, to your point, like you literally, you can open up like that to any. Every page is stands alone, right? That's what's beautiful about it. Yeah. Every page stands alone as this cosmic, you know, lesson to help us tap in. And and here's what's wild is I just read the new updated version of Kamal uh, Ravikant's. Love, oh, yeah, love, like your yeah. friends on it. And then I had him on the podcast the other day. The day I had him on the podcast that morning, I uh, opened up the cosmic journal to the page that he was mentioned. Talk. Uh, yeah. I was, bl- yeah. I was, I was, I had chills, man. I was, well, that's the way it happens. I'm getting, I'm getting some goosebumps as you're talking about it because that's, it's so, there's something really, really magical about it. And I love, you know, like synchronicities and, and these things that, that yeah. show up. and it's, uh, it's really, really powerful. And, and Kamal's book was a big, big catalyst for me in that, in that process of like going through this rediscovery of, of who I truly am and, and what does it look like. And, and in the Evolved Enterprise book, I talk about basically that, you know, I almost went out of business by trying to figure out how do you create greater impact through your business and what does that look like and having all the pieces pulled together from some of the amazing like celebrity icons that are really well known or some that are not well known that had these pieces and then figure that out for for the Evolved Enterprise book. And, and part of that journey was is now like in this pictorial, written, handwritten form in the Cosmic Journal too. Yeah. Well, I wanted to ask you, so you obviously, you're a prolific journaler. You mentioned that. What for you, what makes journaling so important? And before you answer that, you know, obviously the, the Miracle Morning is made up of these six practices. Scribing is the, the final S because the J wouldn't fit in the acronym. Yeah. <laughs> Right. So, um, so, you know, so, so I'm obviously a huge believer in it. I journal every morning. And so I, I just, from your take, what do you think makes journaling so important? It to me is like one of the foundational habits that, that can make us just more aware, more successful, whatever, you know, whatever way you take that more connected to, to higher source, if you let it, right. Like it could be as, it depends on how you use it. It could be like, Oh, I, you know, I had scrambled eggs today. They're a little runny. I should <laughs> whatever like that that's not journaling to me journaling is is really getting deeper into so there's scientific proof that journaling or evidence in, in peer-reviewed journals that says that journaling creates more happiness because it forces us to, to create you know we we're just talking about word your words create your world so you can create your it creates a beginning middle and end on that page and then you can also start bringing awareness to so much in in your life so the deeper you take it the feelings that you want to share in there you express it the you know i use it for ideas that keep percolating and, and building and growing. I use it for um, you know expressing myself through my art. I use it for keeping track of, of these things that magic that happens. I use it for gratitude. So I use it for you know so many different ways. And then I use it for some really, really unusual, awesome cosmic ways too. And and uh, let's we can talk about that in, in a moment. But journaling to me, it gets better and better. It's a practice, right? Like it's meditate like meditation. Like meditation, you meditate one time, it's not gonna yeah. <laughs> you're not going to be calm, centered, whatever, present every moment. But journaling is like that. And, and, and especially people that have continued this practice of journaling, it's it's really ex- interesting to then go back. Uh, I'll do it serendipitously sometimes. I'll flip open a journal and be like, oh, I was, I was concerned about that. It's not really a big deal. Or I was excited about that. Mm, that's a really good idea. Let me, let me go back to that. Yeah. Or, or like going back to specific times in my life. And it's like such a beautiful process to be like, Ooh, I got you know this detailed how I was feeling exactly at this moment of you know X Y Z that that might have been a pivotal moment or or re exploring like a, a deep connection with 
maybe one of my children or something like that. So it's, it's such a, it's a beautiful practice. And most people, a lot of people have either tried it and given up or they find it stale or they're like, I don't want anyone reading this or, you know, they get concerned about what's in there. And, you know, you can, if you're concerned about that, just get a little lockbox or something if you really want. Uh, you know, mine are, mine are pretty much hanging out in my office. My daughter, who's 12 now, a couple years back, went through them. She's like, your stuff's really boring and you write really small. So <laughs> <not> that exciting. <laughs> That's funny. Well, so what, you know, obviously journaling, there are you know, countless ways you can approach it. Well, what right. makes the process different in the cosmic journal? So the cosmic journal to me is like, you're really writing from this way of like considering the story that you've written here in this lifetime. Like it's a way to almost like also rewrite your past, rewrite your present, rewrite your future. So uh, to look at it from almost like a more mythic way. And, and the arc of it starts with uh, this idea of just like getting you thinking about, actually, you know, so the very first page of it says trust. Trust yeah. the universe has even more in store for you than you can imagine. Trust your divine timing. Trust your crazy ideas. Trust your wings will grow when you leap. Trust your nature. Trust you've been encoded with the cosmic alarm clock. Trust the signs, symbols, and synchronicities. Trust the co-conspirators catalyzing your evolution. Trust the perfect unfolding of your understanding and trust your divine connection. So that was actually written on, on Necker Island at 6, 10 a.m. on sunrise. And, and it was just like, yes, there's like moments that, that pop out from years and years of journaling. And that was the very first page that I, I thought was just a perfect indicator of what's going on here. And then you get stuff like, you know, out of the mess comes an elegant order. And, and then it comes into finally like this really high level you know, uh, the arc, which is, which is like, who are you to play smaller and, and who does that serve and, and not you? And, and this is like a false humble and, and our full services and full joy to the collective. So it's like a, a really nice arc. And then all along the way, you get to pen your own story, essentially. Yeah. Well, what I love about the Cosmic Journal, you know, most journals are purely space, Right meaning there are a bunch of blank lines or like the five minute journal, for example, which I've used for years is just a few prompts, right? Like what are three things you're grateful for? And and it's the same every single day. And what I love about this, you know, you, you said a minute ago, a few minutes ago that journaling is like anything. It's like meditation that when you first do it, you know, it's maybe feels weird or uncomfortable or you can't go very deep or you're kind of stunted. And what I love about this with a cosmic journal is that, to me, you are, I mean, there's so many ways I could say it, but I think that you're teaching someone how to activate their creativity and their intuition using a journaling practice, right? Because you're giving, you know, it, to me, it's half book, half journal, right? Like it's half spiritual guide and half that space that you need to once you're prompted, once you're inspired by the guidance that you've intuitively inserted into the Cosmic Journal, well, now I, as the user of the journal, right, I'm inspired now to tap into my own intuition, my own creativity. And, and I think that's why, you know, to your point, how this is, it is that cosmic, you know, you just open to any page and it's exactly what you need at any given time. I think, Yannick, that's because and this is just my, you know, my opinion, my, my intuition, my feeling, but you personally, like, I feel like you tapped into source, you tapped into your divinity, into higher consciousness when you created this, like this was to me, you channeled this journal, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes 1000% sense. And I, I absolutely agree. And you know, not everyone's ready to hear something like that, but uh, yes. And yeah. 
so I'll give you a perfect example. Like this is, you know, I'm getting goosebumps again as we're talking about it. And it's like, there's one night, like Sarah so said, you know, every night I committed to doing it. And by the way, like these commitments, if it just as a side benefit, you know, you can, you can try experiments. So you can try, I love, you know, let's say a 30 day or I do these 33 day experiments where it might be no alcohol, no sugar, whatever it is. And you get stronger by making these commitments and, and, and taking them on. So doing the miracle morning X amount of days, like, so mine was 108 days as you remember. And so something like day 73 or whatever. And, and, you know, I'm traveling around, I'm all over the place. This is like four o'clock in the morning. And I spent a bunch of time like drawing this one illustration. It's, it's towards the back. The purple one that you have doesn't have page numbers. So it's like, it's, <laughs> you know, X, the, the Hay House one has page numbers. Oh, okay. So it's, it's, you know, I don't even, I don't have the Hay House version up, but so it's, it's sort of towards the back, almost near the end, about, no. about 15 or so pages before the end. Okay. And so I drew this thing. It took a quite a long time. And the quote was supposed to say, bloom where you're planted. You've heard that before. Yeah. Uh, bloom where you're planted. And so I drew bloom where you are planet. I, I just, it's funny you say that because when you were talking earlier, I'm flipping through it. I saw that and I'm like, I didn't want to say anything. But I'm like, is that a typo? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I wrote bloom where you're planet. And then I'm like, ah, oh, crap, what the hell? I'm like, do I need to start over with this thing? And um, it, there you go, yeah. I'm like, no, you know, I believe in there, there's no mistakes, right? These beautiful oops is like a cool, like, children's book that, that is out there. And it's so I'm like, okay, bloom where you are. And I replanted it. <laughs> and I'm like, holy cow, that's so much bigger. Wow. And then the entry came forth from there. And I truly believe, like, this, this journal is about blooming where you're planted. And planted it here on on Earth, because I've always connected to like to the stars and the you know the fact that we're made of stars, right? So now I say uh, you know kind of the great cosmic joke is that we're made of stars, but we're born of the Earth and co-created by plants and fungi and bacteria. <laughs> so <laughs> the idea of bloom where you're planted, it you know that was like it totally changed that, and then it in in like other ways of just really exploring and channeling. There's another one that's one of my favorites is this labyrinth. If you've seen that one, a few pages before the bloom where you're planted. Okay. All right. And it's a, you know, a big labyrinth. And I don't know if you, have you ever walked the labyrinth? No. Dude, they're great. They're unbelievable. You should look up. There's like a labyrinth finder website. You can find a labyrinth close to you. It's an unbelievable meditative practice. Really? Yeah. So you start at the entrance and then you don't think that it's going to do anything because you're just following this little path and you end up in the center, but it's really, really powerful. It's been used for a long time in different contexts. And it's not a maze. You're not trying to get yourself lost. It's actually finding yourself back into the center and then you'll work your way back out again with a new insight. So really worth checking it out. But so I drew this labyrinth and originally it's just going to, you know, when people see it, they'll understand it, but it, it says you don't need to see the full path, just the next step. And that was it. And dot, dot, dot. And then I'm sitting there. I spent a lot of time drawing this labyrinth. And I'm like, oh, I feel like there's something more. Hmm. I intuitively said, okay, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna allow myself to uh, to do it. And then so then I wrote, and the next one, and the next one will open up to you. Each step moves you closer to your center, even if you feel upside down and turned around. And at that point, the labyrinth already turned around and was, was upside down. So I'm writing it like in combination of like where I am in this labyrinth. And it says, maybe you feel like you're walking in circles further away from your goal. Keep moving, keep going one step forward, one step onwards until you see the next turn, the next twist. And this is in the turn, in the twist of this labyrinth, in the road. The closer you get, you will be tested at the threshold. It's all within sight until you shift again. And again, you know, like it's like you can, you're almost at the center, but then it like shifts again. You're like, where the hell am I going? 
Hmm. Uh, this time you come home again to yourself fully. And when I wrote that, I just like, I was like, hold that. Like that absolutely felt like something was channeled through me. And, hmm. you know, I trusted that it wasn't making a mistake and, and to just keep going. Beautiful. Beautiful, man. I, I, I guess can't, it, this is, it, I'm flipping and flipping and flipping and tra- trying to listen to you and not read and get sucked in. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but the beauty of it is, uh, you know, the funny thing is I, I did an interview. Do you know, um, Jess Portner? Uh, no, I don't. She's like the, the tapping, uh, solution EFT. Uh, EFT. Okay. No. Yeah, she's, she's awesome. Uh, so we did an interview and, and she's like, you know, you're not the best artist. <laughs> I'm like, is that a compliment? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> and she's like, no, 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 but but you know, your drawings are so relatable, and then the, the wisdom is incredible. So I'm like, okay, I'll take that as well. <laughs> That's interesting. I guess yeah, depending on if you're, you know, how, how someone's grading you versus like, all right, how are you compared to the best artists in the world? You're, you're yeah, doodled, right? But you know what? That's such an interesting thing too. Is like, if I had, you know, in my in maybe, maybe, maybe in the back, back, back of my mind, I thought maybe I'll publish it, but th- this was really made for me. If I was like really like like it's so easy to have that little critic sitting on our shoulder, it would have been like that drawing sucks. Now you know what happened, you know. But allowing yourself to just truly put your heart and soul into something just for yourself is what made this such a special thing. I got to ask you one question, like a logistical question as an author. When I write stuff, right, like you know, I I, I type it obviously on on a you know Microsoft Word or whatever program I use, and uh, I make a million mistakes. You wrote this in pen, and I know you, you've shared one error, which is, you know, you wrote the word planet instead of plant. How in the hell did you write this? Did you type it out first and then, and then write it? Or, I mean, how did you write this without making a million mistakes? No, I just wrote them. And then when I went back, when I was going to turn it into this limited edition book, I had, I had the, this artist who scanned them all in. I had like a few places that, you know, it was like there, should have been there, you know, T-H-E-I-R instead okay. of T-H-E-R-E. And she's like, she could just easily like Photoshop that part. Okay, got it. And make those little little quick little little fixes. Okay. But then <laughs> you'll like this. So when Hay House, you know, uh, was doing the book, we had a full editor go through the whole thing. And she's like, okay, this is going to be interesting. And then she'd send me back like PDF uh, notes about like, you know, we need to change this, we need to change that. And then a lot of times I would redo an entire drawing. I would redo an entire page. Like mm. the spot where the drawing was so that the artist could just stick in my original drawing and mm. then I'd redo the full page, like rewriting it. Because a lot of times, some of those pages in the purple one are pretty tight because they're my yeah. original ones. And she'd be like, no, nah, too much. So, that, you know, and she'd like marking it out. And, and she'd be, so I'd rewrite it um, from there. And, and it turned into, you know, both of them had like the unique flavor to it. Um, I love both of them, but, but the Hay House one is definitely uh, more edited. Like but, you'll, you'll probably even spot one or two typos in, in the purple one. But, but yeah, that was... It was it was unbelievable, and, and you'll like this, right? So synchronicities. I, I you know, I'm big Wayne Dyer fan. Yeah, me too. Um, and Wayne has been like in the last couple of years, especially dealing with like, you know, what what is my big as the, the big question I've been wrestling with over the last like year or two has been like, we have a lot we can do, but what's truly ours to do? Hmm. And and then like just re you know, getting into my spiritual side again for the last couple of years, probably you know, it's been a long journey, maybe from. 2012, 2011, even before that, possibly. But Wayne Dyer started coming back up again. Originally, I you know listened to a lot of his stuff just from like pure like sort of success 
you know, like I loved Earl Nightingale. I forced my daughter who's 12 today. I drove her to school because she was late getting on the bus. I'm like, okay, well, here's your, I'm like, you have to you get rid of your phone and we're listening to Earl Nightingale. She was, <laughs> not, she was not happy. But, <laughs> so like Wayne Dyer, uh, you know, that was one of the reasons I picked Hay House was, was I love, love, love Wayne Dyer. And then mm. she's also been an editor for Wayne Dyer. And then there's only one page in the Cosmic Journal that talks about Wayne Dyer, this little quote about like, don't die with the music inside of you. Hmm. And and so she literally like uh, put a little note on there is that uh, and it said you know Wayne was such this incredible soul and he was like a great person to work with and blah 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 and it was at exactly three thirty three p.m. I was like oh that's pretty good wow wow well the oh how funny I just opened up to a page and it says one of my early mentors was Earl Nightingale <laughs> Dude, yeah there you go. That's pretty good. Are you kidding me? I just, that's the, oh my God. That's why. Yeah. That's, that's a good one. That, all right. So if you're listening to this and if that didn't spook you out and make you realize that this is your cosmic wake up call and that the cosmic journal, it's no accident that you're listening to this right now, experiencing Yannick. Um, Yannick, where, where's the best place for people to, to pick the book up? Or the journal? So, yeah, if they if they go to cosmicjournal.com, there's some bonuses available there. They can also, you know, grab the, the limited edition one if they want, or they can, you know, go to any bookseller and wherever they like online and, and pick up the cosmic journal from there. You know what, what's happening is people are buying them as gifts and people are freaking out about it. Like it's become the it's like one of their favorite gifts that, that they receive and it's um, so hopefully yeah. you know, buy one, buy 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 ten, buy yeah. whatever. It's a really special piece and, and I'm really proud to have been a part of putting it out there. I feel like I co-created it. Yeah. Well, I'm proud of you because they're, they're, they're literally, you know, speaking of it as a gift, there's nothing like this. There's, I've never seen anything in the world, you know, a book slash journal that was handwritten hand. I mean, it's just, it's incredible. So really, really appreciate you putting yourself out there and channeling your divinity and, and bringing that to the world and in the form of the cosmic journal. And it's, it's added a lot of value to my life and I'm just getting started. I mean, I've, you know, I've, there's every day I can go back to pages I've already read and read it again and go, Oh, that's right. You know, this is such an important reminder. And yeah, yeah. I, I use it myself in that same way. It's uh, it's fun to keep, to keep hitting it with new eyes and, and new, new ears, I guess, and, and just new, new mindset. Awesome, brother. Well, hey, dude, it's, uh, I, I love you and I appreciate you. It is such, such a pleasure always to connect. And, and thank you for taking the time for me and, and for our listeners today. Oh, it's my absolute pleasure. Thank you, Hal. Love you yeah. too. And keep changing the world, man. What, you know, you're, you're, what you're doing for entrepreneurs is uh, to elevate the consciousness and, and, and help entrepreneurs focus not just on profit and bottom line, but on the impact that we're all making and the way we're affecting the planet and our fellow human beings uh, that you inspire me to go deeper within myself, to be able to give more of myself. So thank you for that. I appreciate that. Uh, you're, you're welcome. And, and you know, it's a, it's a weird paradox because you actually end up making more and your team loves you more and your customers love you more. Yeah, 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 right. It's, it's a win, win, win all the way around. All right. Thank you. All right, brother. I'll talk to you soon. Goal Achievers, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the conversation with Yannick. And uh, you know, I know I wish this was like a somehow you could see you know, what I'm holding in my hands right here because it, it really, us talking about it just doesn't do justice to this Cosmic Journal. It's a really, it's a work of art. It is special. And check it out, cosmicjournal.com. Goal Achievers, I love you. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for joining me today and uh, Yannick. And I'll talk to you all next week. Thanks for listening. To learn more about the Achieve Your Goals podcast and to get access to today's show notes, transcript, and exclusive content from Hal Elrod, visit halelrod.com forward slash podcast. Thanks again for joining us. Be sure to tune in next week for another episode of the Achieve Your Goals podcast. 